Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You can listen to KJM on your smart speaker. Say, play ESPN Radio, but really, you can download the app and listen to us anywhere. Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay today. So, Devontae Adams, Harry, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, said, Aaron Rodgers has the Michael Jordan effect. <gasps> this is after Sammy Watkins said that what? Aaron Rodgers is better than Patrick Mahomes, different level than Patrick Mahomes. Here's the problem yeah. that I have, Harry, as we move on here, is that Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. in the last four seasons, right, for a team that wins exactly 13 games every season with his, with his new coach, Matt LaFleur, mm-hmm. the last three of them, but last four seasons has, I'm looking at it now, 51, 97, 104, 134 touchdowns to... Uh, 15 interceptions. Oh, my goodness. So his regular season performance is clearly, in the last four seasons, the best of all time. Regular season. Here's my issue, though, Harry. Those games are much, much lower leverage games than playoff games. They're much more important playoffs than the regular season. So he goes from what? 15 to what I say? 137? So that's six, seven, eight, an eight to one, something like that, touchdown interception ratio, right? But in the playoffs, he's like three and a half to one. 18 touchdowns, five interceptions. And, and Harry, he, it's, people say, well, playoffs, small sample size. No, no, no. When you're in the playoffs as much as Aaron Rodgers, sample size is pretty good. 18 touchdowns, five interceptions over four postseasons represents a handful of games that, that's already a decent sample size. He is mutt, he's not nearly the same as opposed to a dude like Patrick Mahomes, who's 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio throughout his career, 4-1 to touchdown-to-interception ratio in the playoffs. Same guy. Same guy. And, and by the way, better than Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs. The numbers say he's better in the playoffs. The team success says he's better in the playoffs. And I don't want to hear his coach and his better team and this and that because Rodgers is good enough to win 13 games when it doesn't matter as much. Why isn't he good enough to win the games when they matter more? Well, Max, the last time I was on, well, not the last time I was on KJM, but the last time I was on here and I had to do, like, top five quarterback lists, you want to know who was my number one quarterback on my list? Who's that? It was Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. When you look at a guy who's been MVP of the National Football League four times and uh, most recently this past year and the year before that, back-to-back MVPs, 13-3 and three in the last three seasons, um, but only has 15 interceptions in the last four seasons, there's something to be said for that. Now mm-hmm. – has he, has, he, has he been the greatest in the playoffs? No. But he does have two NFC championship appearances. That's not good enough because if you're winning back-to-back MVPs and you're going 13-3 and in the regular season, I need at least one or two Super Bowl appearances to show for that. Now, granted, does he need to win one or whatnot? Probably doesn't need to win one of those. But he has zero Super Bowl appearances. But when I look at a guy like Aaron Rodgers and – being able to play in the National Football League 10 years at the wide receiver position. And this is no discredit, not to discredit anybody that I've played with quarterback-wise because I love Matt Ryan. He was my guy. We got drafted together in 2008. Love Marcus Mariota. I was there with him as a rookie for three years. He was good for us. He, was, he did some good things. But if there's one quarterback that I would choose that I, if I want to play with, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. See, in my meeting room, wide receiver meeting room, 
we used to sit there and watch like other wide receiver groups and stuff too. On, on like when we had downtime as a group. And Pittsburgh was one with Big Ben back when they had Emmanuel Sanders, Mike Wallace, and Antonio Brown. But then you look at the Green Bay Packers with Jordy Nelson, Greg Jennings, and all those guys, right? And we just like, how in the hell do they get so many scramble plays like this for explosive touchdowns? And it was just a simple fact that you had a guy like Big Ben and Aaron Rodgers, especially Aaron Rodgers, who can roll right but still throw it 40, 50 yards on a dime to – to to uh, out of an arm's reach of a, a defender, or he can roll left, throw a, uh, uh, against his his body and throw it thirty yards on a dime, and you get a wide open touchdown. It was those intangibles that a guy like Aaron Rodgers had. He can make every single throw on the football field, every arm angle. You know what I like about Aaron Rodgers, though, even though I do believe he can work on being a better teammate with those guys. I like the bravado that he walks around with. When he's on the football field, that little honoriness, that little, <laughs> I'm Aaron Rodgers. Just ask the Chicago Bears. I own you. I've always owned you. That's fresh and that. everything, but the bottom line is, you know, there was Brett Favre. Well, hold on. Let, let's listen to Devontae Adams, speaking of Aaron Rodgers, um, talking about he has the Michael Jordan effect. Listen to Devontae. I don't discount anything, you know, that, that Aaron was able to do for me because, I mean, he, he's the best quarterback, you know, in my opinion, to play this game. I think a lot of what he did for me was not just about the type of balls or whatever that he threw, you know, great back shoulder, whatever. Like, there was obviously that, but the the way that he, he had the Michael Jordan effect as far as, like, he going he gonna to make you play better. He going he gonna to bring out your best just by being on the field. It's not even about, like, like he was a great leader, but it was it was more so just about, I'm out here with Aaron Rodgers. Like, you would always notice in OTAs, like, you know, it would be times where he wasn't practicing, and you would just notice people start to, like, not, not fall off, not, not practicing hard, but it wasn't the same as when Aaron is out there. All right. So Michael Jordan effect, of course, Jordan not only had the eyeball test passed like Rodgers, like, damn, that looks like the best ever, and not only put up the numbers like Rodgers, damn, that's the best ever. <laughs> but then when it mattered most in the playoffs, got better and dominated championships. He's Rodgers plus Brady. Um, yep. Sammy Watkins compared Rodgers to the guy who I think replaced Rodgers as the best quarterback I've ever seen overall. Listen to him compare Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. Early in camp, Randall Cobb asked you in front of your locker, said Mahomes <laughs> or Rodgers, you said, I think Pat is incredibly good, but A-Rod is on a whole nother level. He's amazing how he controls the ball, how he put everybody in place. I've been with a lot of quarterbacks, and I've never seen them carry themselves like Aaron Rodgers. So, look, as Diana Rossini pointed out earlier in the show, Harry, Harry Douglas in for Key and Jay here today, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. You can listen to us anywhere. Um, as Diana Rossini pointed out, Watkins' role on, in, with the Chiefs was different than his role with the Green Bay Packers. And so, you know, not only is he now a Packer going to say good things about Rodgers, but he's more included in the offense. He may feel differently about things. And, and listen, honestly, most of the time, maybe he does feel Rodgers is better than Mahomes. But let me tell you why I feel otherwise, Harry, okay? Mm-hmm. There was Brett Favre, electric arm. Oh, my God. And, and went to two Super Bowls, won a Super Bowl, and, you know, all those things. And he drew up the plays in the dirt, and he was a kid having fun out there and <clears throat> gunslinger. And everyone loved Brett Favre, but he turned the ball over a lot. 
right? Mm -hmm. Then Aaron Rodgers followed Favre, and his personality was different, not as much fun, wasn't as beloved, embraced by the media and fans, not, not quite the same way, but he could do all the things Favre could do, technically, and he didn't turn the ball over. Oh, my God. Then we had Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. And a lot like Rodgers, he could do all the things Favre could do and didn't turn the ball over, right? So you say, well, he's just like Rodgers. Then and Rodgers maybe can do that better than Mahomes even. More, a little more precise, a little more polished, more experienced. But Mahomes has something that Rodgers doesn't, that Favre had. He's like Favre and Rodgers had a baby, because he has all the fun of Brett Favre, all the I just charisma. Laugh when you say that, well, that's what you know. Like LeBron James is Michael Jordan, and 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 Magic Johnson had a baby, right? The the greater your parents in this little game, the greater the player, the better you're gonna be coming out. Right? Yes. Westbrook is Allen Iverson, and Kobe Bryant had a baby. That's great. It's not the same thing as MJ and and Magic, right? So, but so, uh, but but the but the thing about Mahomes is. He has all the stuff Rodgers has, the precision and the, la- the fewer turnovers and all that stuff. Plus, he has the charisma and the energy of Favre and the electricity of Favre and the fun and the gunslinger and the no-look passes and everything. And I think that has an effect on the team. Yes, Andy Reid's a great coach. I get it. But I think that's one of the reasons he's had so much more success than Rodgers in the postseason throughout his career. They've, they've, he's been in the league four years. Those are the exact four years that Rodgers has played as his highest level ever. Yet Mahomes has an MVP to Rodgers too. Mahomes has a Super Bowl MVP in that time to Rodgers none. Mahomes' numbers in the playoffs are better than Rodgers' numbers in the playoffs during this streak that Rodgers has been on during this at the same time. And Mahomes had more postseason success. How can I put Rodgers over him? Look, here, here's what I say about Aaron Rodgers. And listen, I have no problem uh, of him calling out his wide receivers in the media or whatnot. Now, what I also do want to see him uh, try, 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 try to sustain is, uh, not sustain, but try to implement into his repertoire is go to those young guys and, and tell them, hey, you know what, guys? Let's go out to dinner tonight. Let's go out to dinner, chat, have a nice dinner, bond. Uh, you know what? Let's watch some football together. Let's do things together off the football field so we can get uh, in unison with one another. I think right now when you see he has those young guys, because if this was Tom Brady uh, or, or a guy like Drew Brees, you would probably see things like this take place. They, they would put their arm around those young guys as well. Let's give them criticism and say, you know what, let me take y'all by my wing. Let's do things together so we can build this bond, so we can be better. Because I do believe when you look at this young receiver core for, for, for the Green Bay Packers, Give him two or three years. You talk about Lazard, Amari Rogers, uh, Romeo Dobbs, Kristen Watson. You look at those guys, I think they can be one of the better wide receiver groups in the National Football League in about a year or two. But Aaron Rodgers has to grab his arm around those guys and let them know that he loves them. As well as give them the criticism, but take a step forward. Those are the type of things we see from a guy like Tom Brady and Drew Brees. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Alfonso in North Carolina. Good morning, Alfonso. Alfonso. <laughs> well, there we go. You're listening to Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. You could take us anywhere. LS in Virginia. No, I guess we just lost LS in Virginia. Who do we want? Who do you want? Who should I take? Okay, Dennis in Delaware. We have a million calls. Somehow no one's on the line. Dennis in Delaware, what's going on? 
Hey, Max, thanks for taking my call. First thing, you know, Tyreek Hill last month stated that Tua was more accurate than Mahomes. Now Sammy Watkins commenting that Rodgers is better than Mahomes. Okay, this is only going to motivate Mahomes to a huge season, maybe MVP and championship, considering last year's debacle against Cincy. You know, so far this preseason, Patrick has played three drives and he's produced three touchdowns. And then what a surprise. Tonight they played Green Bay, and uh, I look for Patrick to be on the field scoring touchdowns. It's a great um, point. By the way, you know, Pat- by the way, so it's because you mentioned it, Patrick Mahomes easily had the worst season of his career last year. Their offense was the worst it's been, fourth in the NFL. <laughs> he had his worst season, 37 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. He had his worst year in the playoffs, lost hosting the AFC Championship game. That is by far, by far the worst season of Patrick Mahomes' young career so far. He got farther than Aaron Rodgers this year in by far his worst season. What are we talking about here? Greg in Minnesota. You're on with Max Kellerman and Harry Douglas. You're on Keyshawn J. Max. Max ESPN Radio. What's up, Greg? I, so I love I loved the topic. And here's the thing. I don't care what anyone says. I think that quarterbacks are passionate about kind of their identity. Brett Favre loved the streak. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, I think, loves the, uh, the touchdown-to-interception ratio. I think if he would throw more interceptions, in other words, take more chances, the Packers would have more success. Oh, I was at the playoff game last year on that last play when he threw that bomb to a triple-covered Devontae Adams when he didn't even look in any other directions. But that was the safe play because Devontae Adams has been a safe, safe play. If he, throws, if he spreads the ball around this year the way Patrick Mahomes does, because I'll give Patrick Mahomes his due, the man can find anybody anywhere on the field. If Aaron Rodgers does a little more of that and not so afraid to throw an interception, I think the Packers can finally make that leap into the Super Bowl that they God, haven't that, done Greg, in over Greg, I years. think that is such an interesting point. Harry, uh, uh, this is, this is how, where this, that point takes me, okay? When uh-huh. I see a point guard early in his career, and everyone looks at, like, assist-to-turnover ratio, right? But yep. I, actually, I want to see the point guard turn the ball over some because it, it tells me he's taking chances. I want to see a young quarterback turn the ball over some because it tells me he's taking chances. It's not simply some kind of calibration, some kind of equation where it's like, okay, just the fewer you know, interceptions compared to the touchdowns, that means you're playing better. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. it's a very important facet of what the quarterback does, but if – if you're less worried about that and sometimes not afraid to fail, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're trying to win. You're not trying to avoid losing. Then, then you know, it, maybe it's, it, it benefits you in the moment of truth. Yeah, and I'm glad he brought that play up because he said uh, he, he was trying to make – I can't remember what exactly he just said, but it wasn't the right play. I'm going to go ahead and say that. Throwing in triple covers. He was trying to make the comfortable play. Throwing it to Devontae Adams, but he clearly had a wide receiver coming wide open on a, on a backside in cut that he could have hit wide open and he probably would have came out the back door. And if he wouldn't have scored, he would have set up a field goal, uh, or whatnot. But he, I don't know how the, the receiver wouldn't have scored if he would, if Aaron Rodgers would have thrown that in cut, he would just came right out of the back door. But in that game alone, we seen some things, uh, uh, that, that happened to Aaron Rodgers that I wasn't accustomed to seeing. 
There was also another play where the running back or some whoever it was was wide open in the flat, and he decided to throw somewhere else. And I'm so accustomed to, and we are so accustomed to seeing Aaron Rodgers taking those checkdowns and just taking what the defense gave him. And I don't know why in that NFC Championship game, I mean, excuse me, in that division round game, why he thought otherwise and Here's didn't want to follow suit. Here's a theory, and it doesn't match what you said exactly, but I'll give you two guys, they're brothers, same family, same last name, great careers, right? Uh-huh. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. Peyton mm-hmm. Manning was the greatest regular season player in NFL history, maybe until Rodgers recently. Eli Manning was the most clutch quarterback in the history of football in the playoffs, meaning his performance rose above his normal standard. His normal standard was like league average, maybe a tick above. In the playoffs, he was lights out, okay? Why was Eli so much better than Peyton when it mattered most? And every other time, Peyton was much better than Eli. I really think Peyton was the dude with all the expectations. He was the older brother. He was going to be this great quarterback. He felt like he had to be perfect, right? Mm -hmm. So he was scared not to be. Eli, the younger brother, in Peyton's shadow, man, my older brother's the guy. I'm just supposed to be good enough, right? Eli (laughs) could play loose in the moment of truth when it mattered most to that previous caller's point, Greg in Minnesota, Eli wasn't afraid to lose. Because he wasn't afraid to lose, he could make the Tyree throw. He could make the Manningham throw. Peyton, in that same situation, he's got to panic because, oh my God, I have to be perfect. And that gets to the point about Rodgers. The, the, the touchdown-interception ratio, regular season, Mr. Perfect, but maybe to advance in the playoffs, sometimes you've got to take a chance. Ray in Minnesota, you're on with Max Kellerman and Harry Douglas, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. I uh, listen to you guys every day. And, uh, Harry, I agree with you 100%. Even though I'm in Minnesota, I'm a diehard Packers fan. It seems lately that Aaron has felt the pressure in these playoff games to try and win because the defense hasn't been as good as it was when Favre had his defense. But I think if you put Aaron Rodgers on the Chiefs and give him the same weapons as Patrick Mahomes, it's a whole different conversation. We'll see because Patrick Mahomes doesn't have those weapons. It doesn't have the main weapon anymore, Harry, at least not the, 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 the explosive weapon that he used to have. Well, but he still has Travis Kelsey. And we, when you look at the Packers roster, they don't, have, they don't have no Travis Kelsey. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. They just don't. No, I, no, that's right. He keeps the chains moving, no doubt. But it's not, and, and Aaron Rodgers has to kind of coach up these young receivers. But if you look at Rodgers' history, and he deserves some credit for their development, still, though they haven't been drafted in the first round, the Packers have had some very good receiving cores. Oh, of course. You talk about Donald Driver, Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson, James Jones when he started coming on. James Jones is the only person I used to know when it, when it got cold outside would wear a damn hoodie underneath his pads with the little <laughs> hood coming out of his pads. Made me do it in practice uh, once I seen him do it. But, yeah, he's, he's had guys. And Devontae Adams, it took him a little while to come on. But when he did come on, he had Randall Cobb. And let's not forget, now, Randall Cobb hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. I think it was that first game of the year was against the New Orleans Saints where Randall Cobb really broke out. Uh, it's not like it took him a while to get going. So he's had some players. But when you look at the last few years, he's had Devontae Adams. Yeah, and the best receiver we, we in football. We, yeah, yeah. yeah, we can't ignore that. But then you, Patrick Mahomes, he did have Travis Kelsey who was one of the better tight ends in the National Football League, and then he had yeah, Tyreek Yeah, hold on. Let's slow who for a second. A for- Let's rewind for a second. You, you just said, well, he doesn't have a Travis Kelsey you know, this year. We don't know what's going to happen yet this year, right? But what we do know, I mean, he lost Devontae Adams, and, and Mahomes lost Tyreek Hill. Let's see what happens now. But what we do know is he had the best receiver in football in the last several years. 
Devontae Adams, people would take over Travis Kelsey at tight end. I know it's two different positions, but both you know pass catchers. And they'd also take Devontae Adams over Tyreek Hill. That's like almost but, everybody. But, but Matt, so that's the guy that t- Rodgers had. Max, you're talking about two players, though, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay, I'll give you you another one. But but just listen to me. They're in the top five at their position groups, Max. Uh, uh, You know who's who's the lid off the defense guy for Patrick Mahomes right now? The same guy Rodgers had. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. The same guy. That's who they brought in to replace Tyreek Hill. Yeah, and they also still they have Miko Harmon as well. Okay. Listen, when they when they drafted Miko, listen, when they know, drafted Miko Harmon, they drafted him to kind of be Tyreek Hill's replacement. That's why I think this year in the Kansas City Chiefs offense, he's going to have to big play a bigger and better role. When he went on first take, he was like, you know, I didn't have that many opportunities because Tyreek, but that's still my brother. Now he has those chances, and if teams think they're going to play one on one coverage, he say he's going to run by him. Now I'm going to hold him to that because you know how I watch the games and I watch film. I need Miko Hartman to be that guy. Not to be Tyreel, uh, Tyreek Hill uh, exactly, but I need him to pick up a lot of the slack that's not going to be there because Tyreek Hill is gone. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance, here to help you score big savings. To see how much you can save on auto insurance, visit Progressive.com. All right, you can keep weighing in on Rodgers versus Mahomes. Plus, will Tyron Smith out with a hamstring injury with him out with the hamstring injury, how much added pressure does this put on Dak Prescott? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Only one man is too sexy for everything, and that would be Rex Ryan, ESPN NFL analyst. What's going on, Coach? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good, Coach. Doing good now that you're here. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. You can listen on the ESPN app. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Rex Ryan with us now. Uh, Rex, the Amazing Race Season 34 cast member, Ryan. How'd this come about? How'd it come about that you're on the Amazing Race? Uh, well, you know what's funny? It was uh, I, I got a call, and I think they wanted uh, my twin brother and me to be on that show. And I was sitting back, going, you know, I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but uh, my brother is, you know, he's still coaching, so that's not going to happen. And I just kind of, you know, I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I was telling a friend of mine we were playing golf, and he goes, man, that's my mom's favorite show. And he was going on and on about it. And I was like, well, I go, what? I mean, would you do it? And he goes, yeah, I'd love to do it. And, you know, this this guy, my partner, 
was a uh, is a um, in law enforcement. He's a, a parole officer. Uh, runs marathons. Uh, former powerlifting champion. And I'm like, well, I know he's going to be good at it. So uh, I was like, you know what? I'll call him back. And and then we went through the whole process just like anybody else would do. And um, and they chose us. And I'm like, all right. Well, you know, here's the thing, Max. Uh, Here's what you probably don't want. You don't want to be an old, fat, slow guy. Uh, and that's kind of what I am. So uh, <laughs> I, I probably those traits are probably not what you're looking for, uh, you know, as a contestant in this race. And, you know, we're up against all these flat bellies and all that. You know, these people are dancers and all that. So you're going to have to tune in to see how we do. But, um you know the the speed wasn't my strength, but we we kind of you know you you'll have to have to tune in and see how we do. So Rex, uh, how do you, you mentioned it before? How do you given the shape that you are now in? Rex Ryan is his specialty is coaching up the defense. This is uh, this is something different. How do you prepare for it, Coach? Well, I, I I'll tell you this. I went in and I'm like, man, I, I got to start doing something and. I, the first thing I did, I'm like, all right, we're going to run. We're going to start a running program. <clears throat> so my buddy comes over right after golf, and then we're like, okay, I'm going I'm to run. And I'm just assuming, because back in the day, I could run, I could do whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, those days are long gone. So I start running. I barely make a mile, and I'm, I am dying. And, and I'm weighing close to 300 pounds. So I was like 295 pounds. Um, and I'm like, man, so what do I do? You know, I mean, I, I can't just show up like this. So I actually started dieting and exercising. I got, I lost 50 pounds and I, hey, I would run like three and a half miles a day. So I, I, I worked it, you know what I mean? So it's, uh, you know, I got down. I've only put on 25 pounds since the show. Uh, but, it, yeah, I was uh, – but, man, I, I mean, I literally started running like three and a half miles a day. Who are you running from? Jesus, a lot of time to be running. Harry, how are you there? There you go. Hey, man, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm here. Coach, yeah. I'm doing well, man. Glad to have you on. So we've been talking about Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers this entire show and I wanted to ask you, put your coaching hat back on for us. Who would you rather have as your quarterback leading your team, Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, I, I think right now for the long haul, I'd, I'd take Patrick Mahomes because obviously his, you know, he, he's just now reaching the peak of his career where, where Aaron's on the downside of it. But, yeah, that's – it, you know, please. I if I had one of those two guys in my quarterback, I'd still be coaching right now. So how many Super Bowls oh, did you please. have, Rex? <laughs> Dude, uh, that that Brady Belichick thing wouldn't wouldn't even be a, a conversation, man. But uh, it's uh, yeah, I, I wish I, I wish I had that that opportunity as as every coach uh, in, in the NFL does. But yeah, these are special talents, you know, those two guys and. And here it is. The funny thing is, look what the league has now. I mean, you talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes. Well, right there beside Patrick Mahomes is Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, 
all these young quarterbacks, like it, it's a, it's an amazing time to be a fan in the NFL. All these teams have great young quarterbacks, and then you still got two of the best of all time in Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and they're doing their thing. You got Russell Wilson. You got all these guys. It's just uh, it's just an amazing time to be a fan in the NFL. Isn't that amazing? Hey, Rex, and, you know, you you mentioned it. One of the things about the Deshaun Watson situation, other than the obvious and the legal stuff and and the you know ethical questions and all that, is that when last seen on the field, he's a top five quarterback. But man, or do we even know if he still is? You just mentioned all those names: Justin Herbert. This guy is a machine. Joe Burrow waltzed into the Super Bowl, one throw away from winning the Super Bowl, his first full season in the league after winning the national title. Lamar Jackson's younger than Joe Burrow, already won an MVP, was carrying that franchise, had no players because of injury on his back until he got hurt. Do we even know if he's still top five? It's so competitive. Yeah, you're exactly right, and and we really don't know. And, and you know, one thing for sure is that you know he he already missed uh, last year, and then. Um, you're going to miss 11 games uh, this season. So he's not going to be the same guy when he comes back initially. But we know Deshaun Watson has has that talent to be. So, yeah, that's another guy. And and like you mentioned, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Oh, by the way, Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Only one of the most exciting players I've ever seen. (laughs) You know, so, yeah. And, and, uh you know, but with Deshaun Watson, you're right. We we really don't know. Uh, we but we remember what it looked like. That's for sure. Because at the uh, uh, last time we saw him, you're right, Max. He's definitely a top five quarterback. So much great young talent. We didn't even mention guys like Derek Carr, and there's just so much. That is the yeah. great Rex Ryan, ESPN NFL analyst, the Amazing Race season 34 cast member. Already put on a good chunk of the weight. He took off. It didn't take long. Hey, Coach, thanks for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure, Max. You guys take care. The Lakers are finalizing a deal, thanks, Harry Coach. Douglas, to acquire Patrick Beverly from Utah. Should Russell Westbrook Pit start bull. packing his bags? Already, Keyshawn J. Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Kia J, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hey, we just had Rex Ryan on. He's, on, he's in The Amazing Race on the TV show, The Amazing Race. It's a reality show. What, what, which ESPN radio tandem, Harry Douglas, would you want to see on The Amazing Race? Harry left, actually. Oh. So Sadly. I guess yes, he said this. he's not a good teammate he's there. He's not a good teammate for you. I there, guess Max. I can't use Harry Douglas you. on the Amazing Race because Harry's not there. Who would I want to see? See, first of all, Yates, get on the mic for a second. I, I, what do I know about the Amazing Race? What the hell is it? What do you do? So from from what I've gathered when I have watched small, small portions of it, it's like you're in a tandem and you're going to different countries and you have to find, you know, maybe a historical landmark that gives you a clue to get to the next it's a treasure um, hunt. Yeah, and you're basically trying to get to the end of the treasure hunt. First, you win the amazing race. You're going to different countries. So I feel like you would be really good mm. at it because you go to a different places. You know a lot about a little, which I think goes a long way in a place. Of, in or a, a little about a lot. Even. Yeah, either or. Oh, no, Are actually. Treasure hunts? You know what? Yates, you're right. It's not that I know a, a, a little about a lot. It's that I know a lot about disparate subjects and so it makes you think that I got it all covered when, in fact, I just know a lot about some weird subjects. So it makes it look yeah, like I know like more than like I do. There was a clue like, oh, go find this old cathedral type uh-huh. of thing. I just feel like you would know, like, you know, it's, it's west. We're not going to go east. We're going to go uh-huh. west. And see, bam, you're there. See, here's the thing. I, I, because I got three jobs and three kids, I got no energy for anything like that. Who could – like, I don't even like, hey, it's vacation. Where are you going? Going. I, I, I'm trying to sleep. You know, I I don't know. I'm not motivated to. Maybe it's just because I'm 49 years old, or and, I, I got no passion for stuff like that. And I think you know they they always they always show people like trying to get in like I don't know like carts or bikes or stuff. I think you being the New hmm. Yorker that you are, you're going to find a way to get some local transportation that's going to help you out, and you're going to have like <laughs> like a rush hour, like the the taxi guy who's going to take you where you need to go. Yeah, you yeah, have that I'm tailing a cab. Man, that I'm good at. So you're talking about hustle. You talking about like a absolutely hustling in the whole you, different just hustling, country. Yeah. I got you. I got you down for flourishing. That's just me. As long as I don't have to run around, I'm all right. But if you got to run around, I don't know, man. It sounds like there's some running around involved there. Yeah, right? it's definitely people moving yep. faster than than you know you speed ever, walking. You ever see like an old timers day baseball old timers day? And you just saw this dude play five years ago or a couple years ago for your team. Now he retired. He comes back, and you're like, when did homeboy forget how to run? How do you forget how to run? I always thought to myself as a kid watching that, I'm never going to forget how to look like a normal person when I'm running. Guess what? Try to run all of a sudden, my shin's hurting, looking like an old man. Oh, I actually reached stage where I forgot how to run. How does that happen? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Sirius XM Channel 80. The ESPN app. Did you know you can download the ESPN app? If you haven't, by the way, maybe you have downloaded the app. It takes five seconds. Go to the app store. It takes five seconds. Really, like less than a minute. You, you just touch your screen. You're done on your phone. But... You probably maybe you maybe even have the app already. You're just not in the habit of going there. Make it a habit. Trust me, it changes your life. All right. I've lost Harry Douglas to get up. Key on vacation. Jay out. It's just me. It's your boy solo. Keyshawn J. Will and Max here on ESPN Radio. And this is what I want to talk about. 888-SAY-ESPN. And by the way, I am going to take calls because I'm sitting here by myself, so I will talk to you. As much as I like the sound of my own voice, I don't want to hear one hand clapping. The Lakers are finalizing a deal to acquire Patrick Beverly from the Jazz. Now think about this for a second. The Lakers need perimeter defense, and they need shooting. That's Patrick Beverly. And because really the point guard is LeBron James, you don't need size at the... Really, it's the two. It's not the one. Nominally, it's the one. It's the point guard, but not really. LeBron's the playmaking guy with the ball in his hands. So you don't. So it's okay that Pat Bev is a little undersized because you're playing really next to LeBron. What does this mean for Russell Westbrook? So first of all, Taylor Horton Tucker had a lot of his value diminished in in the last year or so because what it became clear is he can't shoot from the outside. You, you move Taylor Horton Tucker, got back Patrick Beverly. You. For, for LeBron and AD, you say, well, and Westbrook, but given Patrick Beverly and Russell Westbrook's history together, there's no way Westbrook is still going to be on the team, right? And everyone thinks Westbrook, oh, it's an impossible contract to trade. Don't forget, yeah, he makes $47 million, but it's an expiring deal. doesn't go into the future. What does that mean? I've been trying to tell you this now for a while. It means that there's some mid-market team out there with some solid players who are signed up to multi-years, not just one year and then they're off the books, two and three years. But they look at what they have and they go, yeah, these guys are okay, but not good enough to get us where we need to go. Given their age and their salary and the years on their contract, we're better off clearing them off the books. Like the Indiana Pacers. Now, Brogdon's already gone. He's on the Celtics. But Buddy Heald is still there. Miles Turner is still there. Those are, Miles Turner's a shot-blocking big. Buddy, he'll shoot the lights out. What does this mean for Westbrook? And Could you imagine if the Lakers, they, it, they, okay, now they have Patrick Beverly, who also has the right mentality for this Lakers team. They need some of what Patrick Beverly brings. But now you have Patrick Beverly, LeBron James, and AD. That's three-fifths of a championship starting five. Buddy Heald would be another fifth of that. Is Miles Turner? Could you imagine that the Lakers somehow pull a rabbit out their hat? 
and their starting five is LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Buddy Heald, Miles Turner, and, and Patrick Beverly? Oh, things are different then, aren't they? LS in Virginia. You're on with Max Kellerman here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, Max, you on to something this morning. W- what about? Defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. And, and by the way, not just D, but 3 and D. Because Patrick Beverly can shoot it from the outside. He's not like a stone-cold, lights-out shooter, but he is an acceptable long-range shooter to, for your 3 and D guy. And by the way, it's not just 3 and D, because usually you think of those guys more as longer wings and everything. That's not Pat Bev, but Pat Bev gives you 3 and D plus energy, plus an attitude, a disposition toward what you're trying to accomplish. Brian in Connecticut, you're on with Max Kellerman here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, Max. First of all, I idolize you. Thanks for having me on. Oh, look at this. By the way, yes, yes. Go ahead, more of that. Go ahead. What else you got? I absolutely think the Detroit Pistons are the best farm team to make a trade package for Russell Westbrook. Why? First of all, the bad boy Pistons, they're going to come back if Russell Westbrook takes over the team. But guys like Kevin Knox, Cade Cunningham, Marvin Bagley, you got more than enough young pieces over there to bring them over to the Lakers. Yeah, look, they, here's the thing about Westbrook. At this moment, he's actually undervalued. Westbrook is an undervalued commodity right now because he was put in the worst possible situation he could have been in with another guy who's the primary ball handler and no shooters on the team. How is he supposed to succeed under those circumstances? Right? He can't do it. So right now it looks like he's, oh, they just want to, you know, get him out of here, right? And he's not worth the $47 million, I get it. But when you think of the $47 million as a way to clear your books and you put Russell Westbrook in the right situation, yeah, some team like an Indiana maybe looks or maybe like a Detroit, maybe less so Detroit because they like the, the pieces they have for the future a little bit more. But he becomes a situ- it becomes a situation where you might get something for him. Dave and Phoenix, you're on with Max Kellerman. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Max, come on, man. Dude, the Lakers are going to need another worldwide pandemic for them to win another championship <laughs> where Anthony Davis can, uh, can get three months off, you know, to, uh, to rest his body. He's not going to stay healthy. Dave, let me ask you uh, something. Do you think, let me ask you something. Do you okay. think AD is never going to play 60 games in a season again? In other words, his no, Hall of Fame portion of his career is now over? Yeah, his ankles his ankles will not hold up, man. Like his lower his lower extremities are not going to hold up. You know, I mean, I think you know, I think I think we're going to win it, right? Like, I think the Phoenix the Phoenix Suns are going to win it. How are you like, going to do uh, that? You don't have a, a How are you going to do that with with you know, Phoenix Suns have no chance to win? How can this Phoenix Suns win it? You had your best chance just now. How who are you going to add to that team where you're going to win it? Because I have bad news. Chris Paul cannot take you over the top. If he could, he would have done it by now. And, and by the way, uh, Devin Booker's got to step up much bigger than that in the playoffs. Who's going to put you over the top? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I hear you on that. Um, I, I think uh, once I think we can get, you know, uh, a Dennis Schroeder, uh, mm. somebody that can, that can handle the ball um, when Chris Paul, you know, so we can rest Chris Paul. But, yeah, I think, uh, I think getting somebody like a Dennis Schroeder, Kemba Walker, Look. somebody that's, you know, available um, where, where he can take the load off of Chris Paul. I, 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 listen, think that, I, I think 
listen, listen. I, I, t- I went down the wrong road there. All right, let's calm down with the Suns. The point is Patrick Beverly just got traded to the Lakers. And and the, you're right if you mean like this doesn't mean anything that they're going to win a championship just because they added Patrick Beverly. That's right. But what it does do is improve the Lakers. They needed defense. They needed shooting. They needed energy. They got all three in Patrick Beverly. Now... The question is, what will they get for Westbrook? Because the Beverly trade also indicates that Westbrook's out the door. There's no way you bring in Patrick Beverly and given the beef he has with Westbrook if you're not about to move Russell Westbrook, right? So what do you get for Westbrook? Well, it's got to be a team that can match up $47 million in salary. And, and the Indiana Pacers look like maybe it is Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. And now if you say, how, how do you like the Lakers now? Oh, now if they can stay healthy, it's going to be a problem. Jason in New Jersey, you're on with Max Kellerman, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, how you doing, Max? What's up, Jason? Hello? Yes, Jason, you're on the air. Yeah, no, um, I really agree with what you're saying. I think that um, if they were to get rid of Westbrook and maybe send him to uh, for Miles Turner, that would be great because last year they looked real sluggish. So the Pat Beverly... You know, pickup, that was a great pickup for them. They looked sluggish last year on defense. Uh, like you said, they, they have LeBron, so offense is going to come. They uh, needed that defensive pickup, so that's great. But um, I, I really think that uh, the Miles Turner trade or even somewhere like Charlotte, you know, I mean, uh, it, would, it would be great for them to uh, trade for a big. You know, Anthony Davis is dealing with a lot of uh, injuries and stuff, so that would take the wear and tear off of yeah, him. Yeah, a big who you can leave out there for a big who you can leave out there for 25, 30 minutes and helps you instead of hurts you. Yes, Miles Turner could work there, and then Buddy Heald gives you all the shooting in the world. Now all this, like, here's the thing about, from Indiana's point of view, too, if, they, if they'd be interested. The thing about Russell Westbrook is, if you're rebuilding and you want a clear salary, if you put shooters around Westbrook, you can make the playoffs with him as the focal point of the team. Collapse the defense, get to the paint, kick out, or score in, in the paint, right? It's what Ben Simmons does, what Giannis does. It's what like those that style of almost like point center does. He, he it's paint play, it's just it's not back to the basket like in the old days, right? So so that or center point more than point center. So that might work. And meantime, Russell Westbrook could be an attraction for a team like that. You know, people will actually play. It'd be exciting. Lakers finalizing a deal to acquire Patrick Beverly from the Jazz. By the way, what does this mean? What's Danny Ainge up to with Donovan Mitchell? Danny Ainge, Trader Dan, boy, he's making moves. Does this affect Donovan Mitchell to the Knicks in any way? Does it affect Westbrook off the Lakers in any way? How good will the Lakers be after this trade? 888 say ESPN, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.